0: Welcome to Chatting with the Constantins. I'm your host, John Constantin, along with my co-host, my daughter.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm back at our home studio for a special podcast episode today.
0: And we have a very special guest named Trish, who is going to talk about some of her publications and what inspires her. So welcome, Trish, to Chatting with the Constantins on Anchor.fm. Thank
2: you. And just a slight correction. I dropped the R. It's Tish.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. My bad. That's
2: quite all right. My mother in law <laughs> does the same thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's Tish instead of Trish. That's correct. It's, okay. So, mental note. not calls, oh, That's great. Hey Tish. <laughs> so, Tish, uh, go ahead and tell us a little, a little bit about yourself and where you're from and uh, what's the weather like over there?
2: Well, I am originally from Cape Breton, Nova Scotia, which is a little island on the tip of Nova Scotia. If you've heard of the Cabot Trail, that's where I grew up directly on the Cabot Trail near the oceans and the cliffs. Nice. It's a beautiful place to start your life. And I say that's where my inspiration came from, specifically on the beaches. I'm in the neighboring province right now in New Brunswick. And I live in the capital city, Fredericton. My husband and I have made a home here, and we set roots. I mean, we met in university, we moved 10 times in 11 years over the course of the start of our relationship. But when we moved to Fredericton, we, we've we only moved twice. We had an apartment with roommates um, and then we got our own place finally. So it's nice to have roots and a place to call our, our own home currently the weather is minus 19 degrees celsius and there would be a wind chill on that so it's probably close to minus 28 to 30 i'd say right right now with that wind chill uh the sky is pink with a glow from the sunset it's just about to go below the horizon and there is maybe there might be six inches of snow outside on the ground
0: I turn the heat up. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's 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 balmy cold here in uh in uh in New York. It I had a shovel like maybe an inch and a half of snow, but that's like uh, I just warmer gloves and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a cold snowy day. It's thirteen degrees. Um, but the weatherman says it feels like negative four. <laughs>
2: yeah and there's been a cold snap throughout parts of Canada ever since the new year. Uh, Alberta has had minus 40 with the wind chill out there and it's on the that would be more western than I am. I'm on the Atlantic coast of Canada on the other side of Ontario and Quebec near Prince Edward Island.
3: <laughs> yeah, Canada's
0: not too far from us. We just have to jump over to Peace Bridge but yeah, it's cold everywhere The winters here. And it's a brand new year. That's right.
2: And the new year came with new snow.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. I'm glad it's not the heavy stuff because the heavy the heavy stuff throws my back out. It was light this time, so I was pretty, pretty okay with that.
2: When we got our snow this past week on Saturday, my husband had the day off. He works two jobs, so I let him sleep in. I had somewhere to go, so I got up and shoveled, and it took close to two hours. There's not a lot to shovel, but it's just, it takes me time. I'm building up my shoveling muscles again.
0: <laughs> yeah, same here. It's, it's like if you don't use them, it's, it's like you're losing them, you know? So got to work back in that cardio and all that good stuff. It's good exercise, though.
2: Speaking of cardio, I don't know how many people out there like to pick a word for the year. But I've done that for the last four years, and I had a really hard time coming up with a word for 2022 until New Year's Eve. I was shopping, and I found a T-shirt that had Whitney Houston on it with possibly the album Culver, but it was a picture of her. And it said, I want to dance with somebody, which is my favorite song by Whitney Houston. And wouldn't you know, I found another shirt that says the word dance on it. So my word for 2022 is dance and I'm going to dance every day.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, we uh, we miss Whitney. She 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 was a big icon back in the 90s and especially her her movie The Bodyguard with Kevin Costner, that was a big hit.
2: It was and I can only think good things when I think of her music, so and her her work in the movie yes. industry too.
0: Yes, yes. So So how did you become interested in writing? Was it it a passenger that you wanted to be off the ground, a dream, or something just happened?
4: I would say it's
2: a combination. I was kind of turned off the idea of writing in grade 10. And the reason was when I thought about going into a Bachelor of Arts and pursuing writing creatively in university, in grade 10 writing reading for me became an extra chore and it was because they wanted me to analyze what I was reading and find hidden meanings behind the words in the book and that's not my cup of tea I read for enjoyment education and pleasure I don't read to find the secret hidden meaning that might be behind all of these words
0: <laughs> yeah that's understandable so
2: it turned me off of writing And at that point, I was just exploring writing. I've always written song lyrics. I do have them on my website. You have to actually search for them. I'm going to change that soon, but (laughs) it's going to be under construction. With song lyrics, I hear the song in my head and I write down the words that go with the melody in my head. I'm not gifted with a singing voice, so I'm currently looking for collaborators for the songs that I have up online. Oh, nice. From there, I mean, I dabbled with writing. I entered NaNoWriMo once or twice. And for those who don't know what that is, it's National Novel Writing Month in November every year. So what the theory is behind that is in 30 days, you write 1,667 words every day for 30 days, and you come out with 50,000 words at the end, and that's a novel. Couple hundred thousand people do that every year around the world. So it's it's quite a thing to be involved with. And it kind of kickstarted my first book.
3: Oh, what what
0: was the first book?
2: In September Mm. of 2017, I lost a dear friend. Oh no. She was someone who encouraged me to write. She wanted me to write books. She she saw something in me that I wasn't sure was there. And in her memory, because something she always said was, every book should have at least one talking cat in it. My first book is a memoir narrated by cats.
0: How did you manage that?
2: It start well, In retrospect, I should have been researching it before she passed to get more information about her cats that she had in her life. Mm -hmm. After the fact, I didn't get enough for two chapters in the book, but we have had different cats over the years. So what I decided to do was take all of my memories of the cats that we had in our home and write them out, but from the cat's perspective.
0: That's interesting.
2: So all the stories that I have about my cats, I kind of flipped the narrator on them and told the story as if the cat was telling each story in each chapter. And the good thing was, when I was writing, if I got stuck or bored, I'd just switch cats. (laughs) And it helped.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
2: So So there are different cats in every chapter, and that is... Something I started with, and I currently only have one cat and she is the star of the Jazzy Chronicles, which I shared on the Coffee House Writers website. And I wrote there for a while and they would appear from time to time because she takes over the keyboard,
0: so to speak. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you like crawl all over you when you're trying to type and then you got to do all the corrections and all the stuff.
2: Yeah, she likes to tell me when I need to take breaks. And to do that, she will jump up on my desk, lay between me and the keyboard, and usually chew on my arm. Oh, no. <laughs> the good news is I now have a toy that I stick in place of my arm. I've got a system now. So when she starts that, she gets her toy.
3: Nice.
0: And, it, and, it, it, and it's, it, I think that kind of prevents you from having writer's block because you can keep going because – You're so inspired by your cat to to keep writing a story.
2: It wasn't something I could do all the time. And after I wrote the first book, I didn't want to write another book in the same style. I do consider myself a multi-genre author, mostly fantasy and fiction. But my most recent book has a different feel and a different look. It is called Tish inspiration the art of surprising yourself right. and it is a creative self-help book so it's a different style and that's why I say multi-genre because if I stuck with one thing I'd probably get bored
0: <laughs> you don't want to get bored you want to keep putting out stories to, for people to enjoy
2: I want to keep writing absolutely it's something I'm very passionate about and now that I have two books done I'm trying to figure out what to do next
0: always a good time to take a good break
3: <laughs>
2: short one i'm helping yeah, a few one. friends with their books
0: <laughs> oh nice it sounds like you got, you, you got a lot in common with my daughter because she likes to her help people her favorite word is yes yes <laughs> i'm like that you gotta say no sometimes it's like sometimes. sometimes i gotta help sometimes but no is good sometimes and you're not hurting anybody's feelings you're just saying i'm just too busy at the moment
2: Sometimes it's important to set boundaries for that kind of stuff. And yep. if that doesn't work, try putting time for yourself on your calendar. Lock yourself in there. This is when I'm going to read. This is what I'm going to watch this show. Make sure you're, you're on your calendar if everybody else is crowding it.
0: Exactly. Because you always got to have me time. You um, have me time.
1: I'm starting to learn that I got to place boundaries. I'm starting to learn I'm making some big changes this year. That's um, one of my new year resolutions. Um, I definitely need more time for writing. So I can finally finish my young adult novel that's waiting for me to finish it. Um, I also want to do, uh, continue the Lennox mystery story and coffeehouse writers. Um I want to start doing book reviews again. I said no to a few authors for book reviews um, because I was starting my new job. So I'm hopefully I could finish the projects that I started. But I am learning that I can't do everything, even though I want to.
2: Uh, <laughs> I totally get that. And I did wrap up a pretty big project in 2021. Not only did I get my book out in November, but in August, I helped my cousin with her book. And my cousin is challenged. She has cerebral palsy. And I kind of felt like you talk about Destiny with wanting to help people because she said that she wanted to write a book after reading my first book. And this would be her second attempt at writing a book, but she didn't ask for help the first time. At this time, she decided she wanted it to feel more like a story. She really enjoys Elizabeth smart story, and she wanted to try and find a way to make her own book. So she's working on her, her third book, but it'll be the second one that I'm helping her with. But the first one I helped her with is a story, and it's called A Love Between a Grandmother and a Granddaughter. When her grandmother passed, she wanted to write a story, a book, to keep all the memories about her grandmother in a book for her and her family to remember. The next one's going to be about her life. And she keeps teasing me that it's going to surprise me.
0: (laughs) Oh, so you're going to get a little, little breaking news on that, huh?
2: Well, when it comes out, yeah. I mean, the fun thing was, in her first book, I did a forward as a published author I could do that and I wanted to try and help her and I said you know a family trait that I think we have in common is that we sometimes we can both make jokes but not really intend them to be jokes I think it's a family trait and something that she wrote was that people were laughing and to not give the whole story away she wrote about her grandmother and one night that she wore a girdle and when she got to the story about that at one point she said we were all laughing historically now because a girdle is a piece of history in the fashion industry i thought that was a brilliant pun
3: it was i couldn't
2: believe it I couldn't leave it there because it was a, it was her trying to say hysterically, which I corrected. But I made sure to put it in the foreword so that other people could appreciate what I found when I opened up her book.
0: Awesome. <laughs> so your your first first book inspired a family member to write another book, and now you're assisting. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of grandmothers, my my wife's grandmother and Desi's great grandmother's birthdays today, and I started to shed a tear because I started to think about my grandmother and I miss her so much and I'm still grieving, you know, even though it's been a long time, but everybody grieves in their own process. And that's, that's how the Stuart Lennox mystery started trying to keep, you know, in the same sense with the way you're helping your, your cousin write her book. Uh, That's how our Stuart Lennox mystery is, but we kind of, kind of got like a little twist to it. Right. Right. Yes. Um. funny
1: thing is I think, this is why dad and I work well together is dad has an idea but he doesn't know how to make a clear picture of it and because dad has trouble with sentences and building uh, writing grammar so dad comes up with all these ideas and I try to make them realistic sounds like a pretty good package (laughs) team deal (laughs) so dad has Dad has an idea about uh, using memories of great grandma um, for a story. So, this is how we made the Lennox mystery. I wanted to do a cozy mystery story. And Dad was thinking that maybe we can put grandma into the mystery um, by giving her a unique backstory, uh, maybe a past of where she used to work for the police department or was a spy. Or something, something dramatic that made her mystery not um, her. I'm sorry, her death not so natural.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So Lennox is a detective, and he has a gut feeling that something happened to his grandmother, that she wasn't killed. It, her her death wasn't from natural causes. That someone did it to her. So I've been planning out this mystery where she might be a spy or knew something that she shouldn't in the past. So um I've been working on it. I've been doing little short stories on Coffee House Writers and I'm up to part 10 or no part 11 already.
2: So it sounds like you're writing fan fiction for your great grandmother.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, I'm multi-genre too, because I do um, mystery, young adult fantasy, um, but anything I write, I try to put either life experience in there, um, personal situation, or anything that could be relatable for someone. Um, I, I want to share um, my story to help others, just like you. And there's a Toni Morrison quote that I love, uh, that I keep on my whiteboard uh, for my inspiration. And it goes, if there's a book that you want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, then you must write it. So I've been trying to do that. Um, I have a lot of story ideas it's just making sure that you schedule that writing time to get what you want to (laughs) do out there is a little bit complicated but i'm starting to learn um yeah i need to schedule more time uh to do what i love and not just work all the time or help others but to actually work on my own projects as well um so I'm working on my New Year resolutions, um, because uh, Donna she made those New Year resolution graphics, and I go, you know what? I should make myself one, put it on the whiteboard as a reminder.
0: Speaking of New Year's resolutions, do uh, do you have any, Trish? Tish, my fault. I'm, I'm so used. It's okay. It's it's my. It's
2: fault. unique, like me. I mean. When you think of my author pen name, it's Tish MacWeber. Mm-hmm. I'm the only MacWeber on the planet. I made that up.
0: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: <laughs> Jazzy carries it at times, Jazzy MacWeber. Yeah. But when I got married, my maiden name was McClellan. And I had asked my husband, you know, what about a hybrid last name? And he didn't want anything to do with it. So I found my own way to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> and awesome. of course, it came with designing a tartan, which is part of the pattern on my first book. Something I, I really didn't expect when I got this first book out of me was the amount of healing it brought to me. And it helped me a lot with the grief of losing my friend. But it also helped me Realized that I needed to heal from each of my cats that's gone ahead of me over the Rainbow Bridge too. So much so that we didn't actually have any cats living with us when I wrote this book. (laughs) They had all gone and, you know, we did our best to take care of them. They lived their lives and they had lots of stories that I didn't want to lose. So that's part of the inspiration that combined with wanting to honor my friend. That's how that all whole book came about and writing is something that does heal me but it also like that book didn't come out of me as a sad book at all if you've read any of the jazzy chronicles you know that the cat I write in her voice has quite the attitude (laughs) and it's the same with all the other cats they all have their own personalities and they all come out when I write in the voice of a cat
0: So that basically gives you, even though you're grieving, it gives you, it helps along with the grieving process and knowing that you can keep the memory alive in a book and inspire other people.
2: It does. And the hardest thing that I had to do in that whole process was make my friend speak after she was gone. At one point in the book, something happened. And it's something that happened after she passed that I needed to resolve in, in the book. And to do so, I had to put words in her mouth. And that's the hardest thing I had to write in my life. It made me cry because I could hear her saying the words that I was putting on into my computer. I took a break. At that point, I I took some time away from the manuscript and after a short break, I went back and I read it. And when I read it, it didn't bring me to tears like it did when I had to write it. So I knew that it was going to be okay to leave it in the book.
0: Awesome. I know. It's 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 like, you know, My our, our last episode, uh, I, I did myself because my my passion is like electronics, computers and things like that. And I think what makes this podcast work is when we bring our two passions together, like my daughter's passion is writing and giving great writing tips and things like that. So I don't know if you listened to our last episode or not. My cousin, Stevie was having trouble with his TV and I had to think because I haven't done any real troubleshooting in a long time. Cause I'm retired from that side of the world. I'm doing podcasting, which I've, for me it's therapy for me. Cause I get to share stories and talk about, you know, what, what can help you and may not help you. But he has an old plasma TV, and he's afraid to lose it because he's attached to his TV. And he said it was overheating, um, not turning off properly and things like that. I'm like, well, the, the easiest thing is you just change the batteries in the remote and see if it does it. It's like, no. And then it's, it, it was explained about a red light, and a red light means there's a power supply or it's overheating. I'm like, Stevie, stick a fan behind there. Cool it off because there's no fans inside of a TV to cool off and to prolong it, he he's running the fan and I checked on him and he's like, yo, this TV still working, Johnny. After, after we did this, it's still working. I'm like, (laughs) I I feel like that Toby key song is good as I once was, you know, but I was happy to help him (laughs) and save him a boatload of money on a, on a repair guy where I think I have this gift where I can just diagnose things over the phone or through a computer and it works. I call them little bushwhack fixes because I love this show called gold rush and they can't get a mechanic out there right away. So they got to do these little bushwhack fixes to keep it going. And I think that's why I'm so attached to the show. Besides Tony beach, man, every other word is beep, beep, beep. And like, you can't understand what the guy's saying.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that could be. Almost lyrical. Yes. <laughs> so one of the things that I took from my first book that I have carried through in all but one story so far that I've submitted for other books, I have stories in five different anthologies as well. And something I decided to keep moving through is that talking cat. Awesome. So in each story... Somewhere there is a talking cat. The one exception is the coffee house writers anthology where I wrote, wrote, about a unicorn trapped inside a dragon's body. That was enough talking animals for me for that point.
0: <laughs> now, what, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: What I'd like to do is take that story out of the coffee house writers and develop it and create a book for it, because I think it does have a really good message. And once I expand it, mm-hmm. I can turn around and help more people with more words.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Now, now, Tess, the anthropology that you published with Coffeehouse Writers, was her work in there? The anthology? Yeah. I'm in the fiction one. Yep. Volume two.
2: Yep. Tish mm-hmm. and I are both in the anthropology,
0: yes. You you have to show me that because now now I'm curious because I... I don't read much because I haven't learned disability. So whatever I read, I don't understand. And hence, where our writing comes from is like Desi said, uh, I start writing and it doesn't make sense. And then I have to explain it. And then she twists it around with, oh, now you get what I meant. Because I don't know if you read in our bios or not, but we're children's authors. And the first book I ever wrote with my daughter was The Journey with Dad. And the inspiration came from a dark road here in Lockport where we live. It's like all woods. And I'm like, you know, you get something stuck in the head. And then she had class that day. I had a, I had a day off and I was in the writing lab and I wrote like three pages. And somehow three pages turned into a book after she looked at it, did her tweaks and everything. And I'm like, Wow this is what I really wanted to say.
4: So she's your interpreter.
0: Yes. And in so many ways, she's my interpreter. And then in other ways, I'm, I'm just a guy who wears a multitude of hats.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The story of a unicorn trapped inside a dragon's body is definitely unexpected, whimsical and fun. So I'll be curious to hear what you think about it. It's just called Candy.
3: Candy?
0: <laughs> candy.
2: That's the name of it.
0: I'm, I'm going to have to check it out as soon as we're done.
2: <laughs> and in the other publishing company I work with, uh, Fake Corpse Inc., I have written a oh. series of stories throughout their different books involving the same characters. So they do move through. I add characters into different stories. I've got four of those in consecutive books and then I had to take a break. Oh, nice. But one of the things that is, I think the funniest thing to know about those books is I needed to name a cat who was black and evil. Because the themes of these books are fae, so it's fairy and fae and fantasy. So this cat was working with a witch, and I needed to come up with a name. And I couldn't think of it. I'm a very optimistic, happy person. So coming up with creative things happens, but not necessarily the darker side of creativity. So I was talking to my husband, and I told him, I said, I need a name for a cat that's evil and black and he thought for a minute and then he looked at me and he says ludwig von hairball and that's the name of my evil cat in the books
0: that's awesome because i was <laughs> i was just thinking lucifer but I, I like what your husband came up with it, it, it makes for a better story than just lucifer
2: well yeah we did have a cat named lucy here Yeah, she's in the first book, and he would call her Lucifer.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. She was
2: a very nice cat. (laughs) She wasn't evil at all. She was very entertaining and nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how that happens sometimes. Now, is there anything else in the works, like any new projects or anything you want to talk about?
2: I am working on... Setting up a membership for a bullet journal club for accountability. And in 2021, I started experimenting with bullet journals, and I really like how calm I feel when I work on them. Something I wanted to do was try to figure out how to bring people in to get to learn how to appreciate the bullet journals at the same time as work on them themselves. And at one point, I was thinking about creating bullet journals for people to fill out but something says to me that that's not the right choice because the joy of working on my own bullet journal can't be mass-produced and it's it's going to take the joy out of it for me if I try that way right so I've decided for an accountability group we meet <laughs> once a week on Sundays uh, it is a membership community and I'm working on getting the Tish creation website up and running so that people will know where to find it and sign up.
0: Nice. Now, I love that you...
2: idea because I've been trying to do bullet
1: journaling. Um, but I, mo- I, I mostly um, use agendas instead of bullet journals. Um, but I do have a journal and I've been trying to do bullet journaling. Um, but what I mostly do is I, you know, write down all the things I need to do each week um, in the agenda. But I would lo- love to learn more about bullet journaling Because I agree, it is relaxing. Um, and it's fun to be creative with different color markers and the pencils you can
2: use um, and the stencils. Um, I might but- have too many markers now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: really, you can never
2: have too many.
0: (laughs) You you should see her office is filled with markers and notebooks and things like that. She has uh, extras of extras of extras of extras. it's, It's good to have because you'll never run out. Very true.
2: And something I'm working on is two tiers of the membership. So the base membership will be just for the accountability and the space and time with me to help help them plan out their bullet journal on a weekly basis and then the next year we'll get a small package shipped out in the mail it's going to include a blank bullet journal now starting out they are dollar store bullet journals but they they can get fancier depending on how things (laughs) go and a little beginner package in the first one and then from there because people do seem to go through two bullet journals per year when they're really heavy into it. So the second package would have different things put in with the bullet journal.
0: Nice. Now, now do you have a website created for this that we can add add to the links?
2: Soon, um, the tishmacweber.com website is going to have a Tishperation button when it's ready. So that when okay. you click on that button, it's gonna to go to the Tishperation website and vice versa. I'm gonna make them connect.
0: Nice. Yeah, just forward all that stuff to us and we'll post it on our website to help you out as best we can. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. This, this is what we try to do. We try to aim to please, but I know we can't please everybody.
2: <laughs> Nobody can do that as much as we want to. No. <laughs> just like we can't help everybody. We want no. to help the, everybody we can too.
0: Yes. Anything else you want to you wanna talk about?
4: Well, I think I think something that people might like to hear is a little bit more about Tish before we go. And
2: it's a word that I've created that I then defined as the art of surprising yourself, which is what the second book is called. But it's something I shouldn't keep to myself. And that's why I wrote a book and why I'm working on building things around it people like the thought of it and when they hear the definition definition there's your cutoff point for your voice (laughs)
3: yeah
0: Uh, we gotta we gotta take a short break and uh, log back in because and welcome back to chatting with the Constantins uh we still have Tish in studio still talking about inspirations and any other projects that are coming back so go ahead Tish continue
4: Thank you. You're welcome. So a couple of years ago,
2: I was getting ready to go to work and I worked in a call center at the time. I did not relish the thought of going to work at any point in those seven years, but I made the best of it. And
4: one morning, because I was...
2: Somehow convinced I should go online and go to Twitter, which I didn't normally do. I did one Tuesday morning. The reason I say I was convinced is because I made it a habit to not go online in the mornings when I was getting ready for work because inevitably I would be later than normal. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So I was trying to, you know, be responsible. But this one day I had to look at Twitter and I didn't know why. And I, turn on my computer and Twitter, and I saw an advertisement from Janet Jackson. No way. She was looking
4: for backup dancers to send in audition videos.
2: And I don't hide the fact that I'm morbidly obese. I do weigh over 300 pounds and that's something I'm struggling with right now. But even no so, I decided I was going to send in an audition to dance with Janet.
0: So you took an opportunity to do something else.
2: I did. And when I started that, I knew I needed something more than just my dancing to get their attention. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a blog post and I called it Tishpiration, and that's kind of where this all came together in the beginning. I've always been full of surprises but this is a way for me to put a label on it and to help people learn how to do it themselves. And the moment I finished recording the dance audition and I was sure I had enough footage to come up with 30 seconds, I took a moment and I was home alone, but I was getting ready to go pick up my husband. He was working and the hands went up in the air and the feet did a little dance and the gee came out of me. I was just so excited about what I had accomplished. And that's the essence of Tish That's what it's about. It's about trying something new and keeping on practicing or developing or changing how you tackle it until you surprise yourself with your results when you finally succeed at what you started.
0: So did you... Get the audition after all that hard work you did
2: janet jackson did not call me but to be fair i danced like tish not janet so i understand why
0: <laughs> the way i look at it, it was sounds like janet janet jackson lost out on a, on a backup dancer
2: well truth be told i had a whole campaign at an angle and part of it was even you know this will help me with my weight loss and I could actually chronicle it and write about it and vlog about it and the whole thing but it didn't catch her attention. I did no, see the blog post on her website while the contest was running and my video did show up on her con- on her website as well and it's long no. since gone but it's on my YouTube channel and that is tishpirationstation.com If you want to remember how to spell tishpiration, it's like dessert and you always want more. That's why there's two S's in dessert and there are two S's in tishpiration.
0: That's awesome. So you took an opportunity for another opportunity and now that was an inspiration. And now, how many views you'd say your video got? A lot.
2: It was. Approaching 1500 views when I was going through the campaign. And I mean, it's a 30 second audition, it's not long. And my humor came out in it as well. Because the first thing you see is me right up close to the camera going, okay, let's see what we got.
0: That's kind of how, like, I started with this podcast. Okay. I started talking and let's see how we got. And like like I said, in the beginning, we're over in Egypt, Brazil, like 95% of the United States were in major markets. And I just took, took this on a whim and didn't know what was going to happen or what to expect.
2: (laughs) It's, it's really inspirational to other people when they hear about how you done something that was outside of your comfort zone and you actually got success with it and that's another part of Tish and I've got something else I'm cooking up right now for it that I think is going to be really great and that's Thank why I wanted to spell out a little bit it's uh oh, go ahead so the I use a hashtag okay and the word is T I S H S P i-r-a-t-i-o-n and the reason that's important is because i'm on a campaign right now i have created a word i have defined a word and i want to have it in a dictionary so that's what i'm currently working on
0: yeah we can put that on the website and we we can use it when we send this video out not i mean podcast I want to do a video podcast, but Dusty's too shy, so I, I have to respect her decision and keep doing audio, which, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Right, kid?
1: Yeah, sorry. I was moving around to reach the laptop court.
0: <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> I see you changed angles to get a better view.
3: <laughs>
0: As you can see, all the markers and our whiteboard and all the good stuff.
2: Yeah, we have fish tanks out in the living room where my office is. So <laughs> I figured because it's a podcast and you wouldn't see, it, but you would hear, probably nobody wanted to hear that.
0: <laughs> no, no. And it's kind That's of ironic. It's kind of ironic how you talk about call centers. I used to work at a call center for Time Warner Cable. And you probably can feel my pain when customers would scream at you and you try to find strength to go on to the next call and you can't find it. And then. When they want a soup and the soup leaves you hanging, it makes you so frustrated. And I understand why you wanted that opportunity with Janet Jackson to get a fresh start. But my my health wouldn't take working on a call center no more. <laughs> they took me out of that place twice in an ambulance.
2: Wow, yeah, so, it's, it can be very stressful. Yeah, people would yell, scream, and whatever. But there was a part of me that was actually really good at handling that and it's because they were on the other end of a telephone i really didn't see them as a threat so it, it didn't really get me wound up i would have one bad call in it every six months or so one real bad one and other than that everything was you know straightforward i was good at it but i didn't want to do it forever
0: yeah it's kind of like me i i it's funny I, I i'm still flabbergasted when i was at the tier two i wrote two articles for tech uh, tech tips and they got published in the the review it went from my call center all the way to the call center in california and i thought i was being pranked and the trainers were like we're, we're not doing anything like this here can you send more stuff i'm like my manager said everything i had i'm like so I felt a lot of success there, but I think my downfall was going to tier one and dealing with billing, but I still had a lot of kudos calls. I still had some bad calls, but you try to block it out and it still builds up in your mind. It's like I had enough.
2: <laughs> yeah, part of the the reason that I lasted seven years in a call center environment is because I focused on the positives. And For me, that was one day a little voice came on the speaker and said, I want cheeseburgers and pizza. Obviously not a client, (laughs) (laughs) but fun. I mean, and it was a cell phone company. So another guy called and he wanted help to put the internet on his blueberry. And that took me back a moment until I realized he was talking about a Blackberry phone.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: And it's just little things like that, that I would focus on instead of the negative that helped me get through it.
0: Yeah. Sometimes, you know, the positives weigh up more out the negatives, but then it's like, oh, what am I doing? I'm better than this. Yeah. So hence, yeah. here here's our little podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I'm actually a freelancing subcontractor right now. So what I do is I help people With their online businesses and I'm on a team of a digital boutique marketing agency that I work with and I also help people in a virtual online community called Biscotti Park and that's a really cool model of something that's just right out there you don't even it's hard to imagine but it's really happening so there's a group of women And they are Christian-based, but not restrictive. And they're not only women anymore. But when it started, it was under a different name called 100 Coffees. And the thought was that if you networked with two different women every week for a year, you would have had 100 Coffees and networked for your business. They've taken that model and grown it from a coffee shop virtually to a village. Where you have shops and you have committees and chamber members and it's just this really thriving space online that's in all of our imaginations but it's something we're really all invested in so that's another place where I do help people with online things my current profile photo on Facebook is one in the ones I made for Biscotti Park for all the members and It's something that's gotten me a little bit more income from that. It's just a side project that I said, Hey, I need money. Is there anything I can do to help you out with this biscotti park? And this is what happened and it's going to grow into more as well. So I love trying new things. I love being creative. And if I could find a way to make my craftiness pay off even better.
0: Yes. (laughs) Same here. Same here. It's this, this podcast is just a passion, but sometimes You know, you need a little extra to upgrade equipment and stuff and stuff's expensive.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And on my end, I get the hardware, but I also understand the software expense too. For editing programs and graphic editing and all those different programs. I try to buy them as a one-time purchase instead of a membership. That's how my husband prefers it with the budget. But the higher end ones are now all switching to the monthly membership payment model. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of years with all the different ways things are changing.
0: And it's like you need all the latest updates and sometimes it costs money. And that's why I prefer prefer Apple over over, over Windows. I, I find Apple has better security than Windows, even though. Nowadays, with the latest, greatest hacker tools, you can get in almost anything, but I still feel Apple has the strongest security, in my opinion.
2: (laughs) My husband's a PC. (laughs) And his reasoning is he can't break into an Apple and upgrade the hardware inside of it. He likes to build computers, and he likes to work with the the technology of upgrading and all that fun stuff for him. So that's why he prefers the
0: PC. Sounds like me, but I, I took it one step further. I think it was like 2008 and I built a custom computer with an AMD chip and a MSI motherboard. And I come across, um, Apple software. I installed it on a windows PC and I ran apples on, on a windows PC. It was a, as a hackintosh and it was pretty cool. I think it was like the tiger software I had on there for Mac and it ran smooth. I had no issues. I didn't have to run any antivirus software because it was basically what happened is I re rewritten all the windows commands with the Apple software with the kernel. It ran smooth. My wife didn't like it. So I had to re- put windows back in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Roy has often talked about switching me to Apple and Mac because of the creative side. But it never happens.
3: <laughs>
2: he likes yeah. being able to get in there and upgrade parts.
0: <laughs> the way they build them now, it's like it's so hard to upgrade parts unless you have a desktop and everything's moving to all in ones So it makes it very difficult. The only thing you probably do is change out a hard drive to a, a SATA drive to make it more cool, cooler and faster to run. But that's all you can do with them now and upgrade the memory as far as you can go. That's what I do with my Lenovo laptop. I upgraded it as far as I can go, and then my daughter, and then as I get a little older, the eyesight doesn't see that screen, that small screen anymore, so last year for Father's Day, my daughter ended up getting me getting me this nice, brand new iMac, and I'm loving it. And what's nice about doing this little podcast, I I have a hosting site called Anchor.fm. It's free. It runs through Spotify, and distributes for me for free and then i use the editing software called audacity which is free which zoom is free but you got to log in to get more time which it's okay but i think we should make an investment because i can see a return on our investment with zoom how valuable it is to us so that's the next step
2: yeah and i mean it's funny because the way things are rolling with me right now I don't know what a year from now, if I'm still going to be doing what I'm doing now for my living, because the writing could take off speaking could take off. I mean, podcasts are the next step and I'm taking the first one and moving on from there, like helping people with just looking at what is in front of them and, and deciding, you know, what do I want to change? Because I started off on this whole thing before any of it started with me, the writing seriously or anything. I watched a Prince EA video. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't know how he says his name, but it's Prince EA, the letters.
0: And I never heard of him, so.
2: (laughs) it, It talked about the majority of people reflect on their life from their deathbed And the majority of people, all they really think about is all the things they didn't do and all the regrets they had. And that really spoke to me and it made me want to change my life when I saw it. And I had just been coming out of having a knee infection where I was pretty much stay still or land in the hospital kind of a situation for a couple of months. So when I saw that, I decided that I was going to make sure that when I make it to the end, that I look back on all the memories of all the things that I did do instead of all the things that I didn't do. And then um, I decided to create a website. No, a blog. I started with a blog and I didn't want a blog. I wanted to put my song lyrics up because I'm not a singer. (laughs) Right. So the lyrics on the blog and then someone said well why are you starting a blog if you're not going to blog and i couldn't really answer that so i started to write, write in a blog and that's where the whole writing started to pick up for me again
3: so
0: you found an inspiration again doing smaller stuff and now it's leading to a bigger scale So it sounds like you made an investment in yourself and it sounds like you're getting a nice return on, on your investment on yourself because It sounds like you're taking one opportunity, going to another opportunity, going to another opportunity, and it's actually starting to pay off. It sounds like.
2: It's starting. And it's all because I, to circle back to where we began, started picking a word for the year. (laughs) (laughs) In 2018, it was success. And for me, that became publishing my first book in October. Nice. In 2019, I picked fearless. And for that photo shoot, we went out on the snow and ice on a walking bridge. And I got my friends to take my photo there. The reason that matters is because I'm terrified of falling on ice. The only way I like ice is if I have skates on my feet (laughs) or or if it's in a drink, I'll be honest. And (laughs) the following year is 2020 and I chose the word open. Ironically, that's the year everything closed.
3: Well, that's <laughs> un-
0: We're dealing with a pandemic, you know, there's nothing we can do about that.
2: Well, it's just it's really funny, but that's when thing doors opened for me, even though everything was closed because that was my year I was working towards saying yes more to opportunities. <laughs> Last year, I chose the word balance to try and figure out how to get everything to work together. And now I'm dancing every day in 2022.
1: <laughs> you, know how, you know how um, you said 2020 was your birth for open. Apparently things closed. Of course, from Pinkett. The, ironically, the same thing happened to me. Um, in 2020, I graduated my master's degree in English career writing. And I didn't celebrate until 2021, but um, after I graduated, I saw a a job listing on LinkedIn uh, for my alumni, Brian Stratton is where I graduated my bachelor's degree. And everyone kept telling me I didn't have enough teaching experience yet to apply for a position. So I've been spending time tutoring students online and I and I knew I didn't have much experience yet, even though I'd done field placements, tutoring, and I just went for it. I said, you know what? This is what I always wanted. And I just went for it. I filled out the application. And a week later, I received an email saying, we would like to schedule an interview. And I'm like, finally, someone saw my application and wanted to do an interview with me um before i graduated with my master's degree i was trying to find a position because i wanted to start working in the field and no one would take the opportunity to call me or read my application or send me an email to say thank you for applying but um we can't move forward nothing like that finally someone realized that i really wanted to be a teacher so after the interview, um, she rec- uh re- she recognized my passion for teaching, and I did the uh, training, I did the demo lesson, and I did everything. And I've been teaching for Brian Stratton since November, and tomorrow I get my new students. Uh, the winter term starts, but I know we I know it was the start of the pandemic, but it opened. It opened a door for me to teach because some of the teachers left because of the pandemic. Some were not able to continue, but it's it opened a door for me like it did you. And I am grateful even though you know there are some challenges. But I was I was very grateful and uh, it opened a door for me too. I, um, It also led me to more book review jobs um, and more writing opportunities. Um, I can't thank Coffee House Writers enough for all the help they've given me.
4: They are a great group.
1: I they they helped me improve so much and helped me be more confident and believe in myself. Uh, that I am a writer and I do have uh, enough writing skills to be a best-selling author. Uh, but, you know, we can't think of them, especially with the anthropology. Uh, I think that's the, yeah. that's the best part so far. Yeah, it's something else
2: the first time you see your story, your name, and your picture in a book your work online is is i mean if you publish on facebook you're published theoretically but you're not an author right you're posting stuff when you take it to the blogging level that's a different step and i've recently started using some of my own blogs on medium to try and stir up a little income there too get some more coffee money coming in and then the books come and you just keep keep going after what you want. It It's, yes, it's easy to give up. And it's easier to say it's not for me. But if you really want something and you put the effort in, it's going to pay off. You just have to keep going.
0: What does daddy always tell you when, when times get darkest?
2: I know it's my
1: model too. Um, you no, know I got. I gotta um, never give up. Um, I've been through so many challenges, you know, but um I I feel like this year I'm in a good place, even though I had to make a tough decision. Um I was going for a second master's degree, but I realized that going to school and working at the same time is too challenging for me. Uh so I withdrew from school. And then I thought about it. I only decided to get a second master's degree because I felt like I wasn't good enough to become a teacher. I felt like I needed another degree and more knowledge in order to get a teaching position because I didn't take the traditional path of becoming a teacher. But um, now that I have my position and... You know, I am connecting with students, I'm doing good work, you know, I have lots of experience building lesson plans. I have great ideas for my class. I reached a couple of students last semester and it touched my heart. And I have I have what it takes, but I didn't believe myself at first because everybody kept telling me no. And then yeah, that's that's something you
2: have to do is decide what it is you want to work towards and take steps to get there like you did that you did the work and now you have the position that sounds like it, it might be your dream job which is amazing not <laughs> everybody gets that in their life
1: it is my dream job you know um i i have had five well probably more but i have three most important things um, that I wanted to do, and one was write a story that I write a story that I could share and touch people. Um, you know, become an author. And two, uh, well, first was always becoming a teacher, but then I started writing uh, to help with um, all the things I was going through. And writing a story that helped me heal, but can relate to others to help them, That was two. And three, I always wanted a master's degree. Oh, I've done those things. And that's the best part is I set a goal since I was a little girl, and I have accomplished them. And now, uh, for New Year's, I got to work on balancing all those things so I can keep my momentum going, you know, do more writing, uh, be the best teacher I can be, uh, make sure that I do take me time because before I was getting so overwhelmed. So I, um, I like that one word idea, one, yeah,
2: one word for each year, I like the idea. The meaning of the word changes over time too. Within that 12 month period, it does change. And something I've kind of added on to my dancing for 2022 is there was a post going around asking about what are you leaving behind in 2021? And I thought about it and my answer is dead weight, both physically, mentally, and externally. Things that drag me down, I'm not taking them with me and I'm not keeping them in my heart anymore.
0: No, because you know the people we lost wouldn't want us to go through all that. They, they, they would just want us to keep being happy and moving forward. So I like that model. You're, you're inspiring us today.
2: Thank you. So I'm going to put you guys on the spot now. Would you pick a word for 2022? Do you have an
4: idea what it would be?
3: hopeful, hopeful, brand new beginnings,
0: hopeful that we don't lose any more lives to, to COVID, just hopeful.
1: I, also, well, I always do never give up, but I also want to believe in myself more. And I'm also grateful for everything that I have.
2: Um. So maybe believe and grateful. <laughs> There are people who choose more than one word. So that's not totally normal. And also a motto for the years. So you can put it all together.
3: Yeah. I like her plan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like Tish's plan.
2: Yeah, I well, the dead weight, the physical part is, is of course, if I dance every day, I've got to lose some of this weight. So <laughs> that's that's a whole part of it it's and you know thing things that drag me down I don't need anything that drags me down or as I've seen online over and over again I don't want things that dim my light so I think part of it for me is I'm going to keep going growing and glowing
0: (laughs) that works that works
2: And if everybody does that, we're going to have a brilliant 2022.
0: I I see a lot of great things happening. But first, we have to get out of this pandemic first.
2: We got to move through it and get to the other side. You're right. Exactly. I don't know when that is, but we just have to keep going.
0: Yep. And we need 100% cooperation, but I don't think we're going to get that. That's just my feelings
2: yeah it's a touchy subject and yeah it's the same as pleasing everybody you can't please everybody and you can't expect everybody to agree with what everybody else thinks is the right answer sad but true
0: there there used to be two things i would never talk about i could add COVID to that now because everybody has their different opinions i i never like to talk about religion because everybody has their own opinion on that I don't like to talk about the other word between a man and a woman and whoever else. And now COVID. So I try to stare away from those topics because, again, everybody has their own opinion. Everybody has their own views. And I'm just trying to keep the peace.
2: (laughs) You probably avoid politics, too.
0: Yes, 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 (laughs) politics, too. Because there's three things you can't get away from. Death, taxes, and the pursuit of happiness. <laughs> that was a good one, so, by the way. What's it was. That?
2: This is my second book, The Art of Surprising oh. Yourself. So oh, nice. it is the creative of self help. Um, I do look off to the side, and that's kind of it happened by accident. It was a happy accident, that photo. Um My friend and I went into a sunflower maze and the intent was to get pictures for what I was doing with the website and possibly the book. We didn't know if the book cover was coming that day, but it did. And at one point, my friend, who is an amazing photographer, I think he should be doing that for his real job, not what he's doing now, but at least he's not in the call center anymore. And... (laughs) (laughs) He said at one point what did you just do there and i said i don't know and i got onto my next pose and he's like yeah i think we got your picture and you'll know it when you see it and that's the one we put on the cover of the book
0: that's a nice but picture
2: the way to bring in the talking cat into a creative self-help nonfiction book is to have her write the intro oh
0: that's <laughs> awesome
2: and to put her picture on the back cover
0: that's awesome so you, you you found your muse to, to keep on writing with the, with the Chronicles and other things that are happening for you.
2: Yeah. And that's Jazzy. She's uh, she's a handful. She does appear on zoom meetings from time to time. <laughs> she has a fan base online because of that. She does oh, nice. have a Jazzy cam now because I have a phone. I grab
3: her <laughs>
2: a couple of times a week on video for the Jazzy cam. And I just try to put stuff to it. Like yesterday, I had a series of pictures of her and this kicker toy she's got. And it's as long as her body. And she was just going for it. (laughs) Because it was one of those times where she wanted a chew on my arm. So in comes the toy. So I took a series of pictures of her. And I said, Jazzy wants to know how you're tackling your Monday. This is what she recommends. (laughs) <laughs> it's just a bunch of pictures of her playing with her toy.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. It kind of reminds me of one of my favorite wrestlers, Natalia, uh, with, with, with her cat. She has, it's called Two Paws, and she does Instagram and all that stuff. So it sounds it sounds like you're doing that with Jazzy. And Jazzy sounds like she has her own life of her own as a as a social media star. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it's it's growing, I think, with her. And, you know, with the writing... It's a good thing she's hired me as an editor for that. But, you know, I do my best to help <laughs> her out, too. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. So now we can find everything that we've talked about on your website. Are you on Amazon? Yes.
1: Tish like is on Amazon. Yes.
0: Okay. So we'll yes. just add that to to, mm-hmm. to our website. That's cool.
2: I'm there. I've recently updated my all my books to be listed on my website on the books page. And that still needs to go under construction. Like the plan is, and it might be backwards, but that's how I roll. I'm going to be working on my new website and getting that ready before I go back and do remodeling on the old website because the old website's already there. And I'm just about just revamp blogging on it. So I'm going to be doing a lot more blogging and the category I'm adding to and sharing on Medium right now is called Trust Your Gut. And it is a series of blog posts about my own journey and a few guests write also about their journey on either side of the scale. I haven't got a lot of entries on the low end of the scale, people who struggle with being underweight and with the diseases associated with that, like bulimia or anorexia. But that is something I'm open to for guest blogs. I do have, I know I have over 75 of my own blogs about it over the last couple of years and for whatever reason in 2020, blogging just kind of slowed down and I'm about to pick it back up because I have more stories to tell and that's another way I try to help people is to share my experiences. So there is more coming and If you read my blog, you'll find that, yes, I cover some serious stuff, but I try to find a way to make it interesting with either my own thoughts or a lot of humor, as much as I could fit in there. And I will make puns and I'll point them out. (laughs) Do you see what I did there?
0: Yes. You you know what this sounds like? It sounds like a beginning of a podcast because I could see you taking your vlogs and turning it into a podcast. Now, me being a favorite to Anchor.fm, which is free, you can start your podcast there, and it's easy to upload. You record everything in Audacity, which is an easy tool to, to do, and then upload it to Anchor. Or even if you have a smartphone, you can just record all your stuff on the phone and upload it from the phone to Anchor, and you can start your podcast that way. Because I can see you as a podcast host.
2: Yeah, people tell me different things they see me doing. Public speaking.
0: That's another one.
2: The author podcast. I mean, I do enjoy. I I guess you probably figured out I don't don't have any problem talking to people.
0: No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all.
2: And I think with the experience from the call center, I know that I can do it for eight hours if I have to.
3: <laughs>
2: or longer, depending on the situation.
0: If you're going to do it for that long, make sure you drink a lot of water. Yeah. That's what's in my cup. (laughs) Anything else you want to go over anything else you want to talk about or anything else you want to share before we let you go?
2: I think that's it. I mean, if you're interested in biscotti park, it's a membership community and we're open to members. Uh, Biscotti park.com. We'll find it. We are, it's a, Marketing Matrix is how we describe it now, and it is basically there to help people build their businesses from within the virtual village, but also support all the other businesses that are in there with you. We are a community, and we are building and growing together, and it's a really cool model of something that's not really done anywhere else. There's nothing like it out there.
0: And We'll have to to check it out.
2: Yeah, tishmacweber.com is where you find most everything about me. Tishmacweber is my handle on most social media.
0: Ah, uh, welcome back to chat with the Constantins. We still have Trish in studio. Well, Trish, welcome back.
2: Thank you. And I was just saying how to find me online. So yes. tishmacweber.com. That's where the Tish Version website is going to be found once it's ready to go. tishmackweber on most social media platforms. Tish Weber 7 on Facebook, if you want to follow me personally, not in my author persona. Uh, people have a lot of fun on my Facebook, and I'm always up for meeting new friends. But I'm happily married, so don't come looking for that. And
0: damn <laughs> here, o- and- almost 30 years.
2: Yeah. Well, I've been with my husband. I, I was thinking today, I think it's about 20. 20- Six. We've been married since the day of Hurricane Earl, which was September fourth, twenty ten. We've been together a lot longer than that. Nice. And I'm trying to think if there was another contact. I think that's pretty much it.
3: Yeah. You, tish- you, you,
2: I think Facebook was the one that was the odd one out. The Tish Weber Seven, because it's not the pen name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. At the CWTC Podcast One Instagram, same thing. Facebook is our children's book page, right? Yes. She she knows a lot about the Facebook guy. I, I only know about the Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> Her Facebook has
1: our father daughter, Dusty. Dusty yes. and John Coston.
0: But other than that, did you have fun?
2: Yeah, it was great. <laughs>
0: So are you going to do another podcast uh, with, if they ask for any more interviews or you think this is it?
2: Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing another one. Sylvia Stein is on the list of people who wanted to interview me. So I think I'll be jumping on hers next and then I'll have two. <laughs>
0: she, she, oh, yeah. Oh, awesome. yeah. Sylvia. Oh, my God. She loves to talk. So be prepared <laughs> for that. And and she's also on Anchor too because she's the one that expired inspired me to go to anchor.fm mm-hmm. and do all this because she was like my my person of contact with Anchor, and more like a mentor to me than anything. But nice. she's a great host. I I like her uh, Sylvia Stein the Daily, uh, the Coffee Chronicles is the one that she does with books and things like that. So you might as well have some food and water while you're doing that one but you'll have a great time with her <laughs>
2: Good to know. Yeah. We haven't scheduled yet, but we've been talking, so I know it's coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause she's, she, she's great. Um, a great inspiration. She's a great teacher, great writer, awesome podcast host. We've done her show a couple of times and we just have a blast, a, a good blast, good memories. But other than that, anything else?
1: I think we've covered a lot. <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you for coming on. And I'm glad you were able to do this show. Um, I wanted to have you on because I, I love being your friend from Coffeehouse Writers. And I love your bubbly personality. And I love how you use Jazzy Chronicles. Um, and I love how you've been uh, doing a lot of self-discovery and doing your inspiration because um you know, I and
0: trying to do the same thing. Love between a grandmother and a grand. Now, that is that the latest book, or is that something you're working on?
2: This is my cousin's book that I That's helped
0: her with. Cousin. Oh, nice. I like the picture and everything. It it captures true true love in, in that photo. I can see the little hearts in the background. It it really captures of how they're they're looking at each other. You you can actually see the love right there.
1: I um I have a dedication in my great grandmother in our second children's book,
2: and that's the back. Um, oh, I love decided, the
0: hearts. That's awesome.
2: We decided to go with large print because it was about her love for her grandmother, and we thought there might be an audience that might appreciate large print rather than a regular size book. So that's why it's it's so hefty.
0: That's awesome. You, you, you always got to think about your audience and how they want to read it. And at least yeah. for, for the older generation, that's a good idea because they, they'd be squinting to read the print and now they don't have to squint to read the print. So I think you're going to be successful with everything that you're doing.
2: That's, that's something that reminds me of one last story from my new book is that I actually had an appointment with a lawyer who told me that same thing? He said, I don't know what you're going to end up doing, but you're going to be really successful with it. <laughs> and if you can believe it, I didn't have to pay a penny for that meeting with a lawyer. Oh, that's very nice. That's a rare occurrence. And I took note of it.
0: <laughs> I, it, it it's like, you know, a thought came to my mind. I don't know. It's probably been said before, but if you, if you believe it, you can achieve it. And then you can accomplish it and keep, and keep going so you, i think you're going to be all right you, you got a got a lot of opportunities in front of you I think you're gonna make a good investment yourself and i'm gonna you're probably gonna see a good return on your investment in yourself so you gotta you got you got a long ways to go <laughs> that's the goal
2: my husband's been very patient
0: <laughs> ain't we all ain't we all
2: i have to oh. say that dad is very patient with me too <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't always understand what i do but when he sees me starting to you know generate income from the foolish things i think of it makes him feel a little better
0: <laughs> yeah yeah because sometimes see see in my house is the opposite when i think of all these creative foolish things my wife starts to panic until i start showing say look i can do this and this and this is how much i can make with this, and this so okay honey you do you you do you <laughs> So it all works yeah. out.
2: It does. It all does. And it's all in just perception, how you, how you approach everything is how you think about it. And it helps you move forward. So thank you for having me. Oh,
3: oh you're, you're welcome.
2: Very welcome.
0: You can come back anytime. Good to know. Anytime. You're like, just schedule. Time
2: flies when you're having fun.
0: <laughs> exactly. And it's like doing this podcast, it seems like just time, just stands still. It's like, you're just in the moment and it's like, there's a lot of great content here. So I, I know our listeners are going to enjoy it. So thank you. And you're welcome Glad anytime. And we uh, will have all your information posted on our website. Uh, Constance's com forward slash CW. TC podcast. One is where it's going to be underneath our guest page, which I'll have to update later but it'll be there and this will probably be up later tonight or tomorrow. So if you want to share with everybody, you're more than welcome to. Absolutely. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anchor FM, or wherever you listen to your podcast, it'll be there. But other than that, uh, again, I want to thank you for being our guest today and, uh, remember guys, it's always great to have a good chat and this has been the Constants on chatting with the Constants on anchor.fm.